Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden here on a rainy Monday. Uh, Truth Straight Up, brought to you by? Brought to you by americacitizenpress.com, a great conservative website, and also Dr. Julie McCallan and uh, Denver Cenogenics. Chuck, in fact, is on a brand new diet with her, lost 10 pounds. Congratulations. Yeah, it was just texting her. Week one. Week one. That'd be like, I've lost 10 pounds in the past. Well, I I, I probably have a total weight slightly above. (laughs) Just a teensy, just a teensy bit. But anyway, Dr. Julie McCallan at Denver Cenogenics, great for taking care of all of your health issues. Ton of stuff to talk about today. Um, We have no guests, so feel free to weigh in if you want to call 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. If you're joining us on Zoom, go ahead and just unmute yourself or raise your hand or go ahead and type in the chat section of the comments too. Lots of ways to participate. Um, Wanted to start out talking about JonBenet Ramsey. Um, John Benet Ramsey, I, I, years ago when the story broke, I probably did three or four John Benet Ramsey live shots a day for years, right? I mean, it was huge. Still get royalties. Yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, you may see sometimes I still, I get like 99 cents every couple of years. I was in some, it was a CBS made for TV movie. (laughs) Um, And I was in that, I played myself very briefly and that that's right. I'd forgotten about that. It's always kind of fun to explain to the tax guys. Oh yeah, that's my, you know, my royalties from my TV show. Um, But over the weekend and truth straight up is what we're going to be talking about here. Truth straight up on the disinformation campaign campaign. Chuck had a great theory that Karl Rove stole from him. Um, Also, very intrigued by the whole Johnny Depp trial, too. We got to talk about that a little bit. But over the weekend, um, John Ramsey um, launched a petition drive asking Governor Polis to intervene in the case and basically have an it set up an independent agency to review DNA in the case, right? Here's what you need to know about this. So John Ramsey- At a Las Vegas crime convention. Crime convention. Just <laughs> As you do. As you do. So so if you think for a second that that any of this was spontaneous or that Governor Polis is not going to grant John Ramsey's petition, then I've got some swampland in Florida. John Ramsey doesn't make a public announcement like that with former Channel 9 reporter Paula Woodward interviewing him at a big convention, right, at a big convention like that without having had prior conversation. I guarantee you this with Governor Polis's people. And this was the governor's response. The governor's response wasn't like, what? 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 What are you talking about? Who? John? What? John Benet? Um, The governor's response said that they will review and look into how the state can assist in using technology to further investigate and identify the killer. So that's a yes, basically. That means we're going to try to figure out how to do this without totally annoying the Boulder police, who basically could, could care less. 
Right, well, yeah, the Boulder police put out a statement and said, hey, we have been investigating it. Um, so na na na, and you know, no well, one. As everybody can remember, when they had the big trucking accident and the right. Hispanic man was sentenced to over 100 years in jail, he didn't even wait for the resentencing hearing. Didn't wait for the judge. Didn't wait for anybody. He just said, oh yeah, I, well, I cut it to five years. There you go. And the petition on Change.org references that, saying we oh, can tell yeah. by your intervention in that case that you, care, you about, care about people. Yeah, you care about You're things. You're a publicity hoax. So, so I. I guarantee you, number one, that that was discussed beforehand and that number two, um, it's going to happen. Now, why would Jared Polis care? I mean, he's got a he's got a Democrat D.A. in Boulder. Well, Jared Polis would happily throw any other Democrat under the bus. A D- a Democratic D.A. in 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 Jefferson County when he, when he <laughs> right. went the other way. Oh, that's he right. Care. He doesn't care. Phil no. Weiser is going to do whatever Jared Polis tells him to do. Right. And what you've got there is Jared Polis realizing that this was Chuck, Chuck pay attention, that this was um, Oh, some, this this would be good publicity for him, right? That's that's all this is about. Just like he knew that the Disneyland and it's not going, Disney World isn't going to move to Colorado. Doesn't care. Makes the big announcement. No, he announced no big COVID corporation wants to move to to overregulated Colorado. Keeps on coming up new ways, increased costs for employers. I mean, that's a joke. But anyway, so that's what's going to happen. I geared you heard it here first that there is going to be um, a renewed push and maybe an independent agency. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to push, but we're going to have on Wednesday, and you guys are not going to want to miss this, John St. Augustine. Um, he was an investigator in the Tom Clements case. He was the victim, basically, mm, of, uh, a, of a prosecutor. George Brockler. Right, attack um, when all charges were dropped. That's a whole other story. But he also worked with a detective from Colorado Springs named Lou Smith, who was essentially the Ramsey's attorney. Um, oh, investigator. Investigator. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Investigator. There have always been in this story two camps, basically. The Ramsey's did it. If you even Google Google it. It's RDI. Ramsey's did it or IDI. Intruder did it. John St. Augustine obviously falls into the intruder did it. Um, And I spent a lot of time talking to him this morning. I have to admit, I have always fallen more in the Ramsey's did it camp for a variety of reasons. Although there have been some recent back in 2008, some DNA stuff that made me think, ha, it's possible. Um, And we can talk about all of that. But he's going to come on the show Wednesday and talk about this is going to shock you, a failure by the police to actually do their job. Um, he said, the, I was under the impression, because the Boulder police keep talking about, they've tested hundreds of things for DNA. And Johnson Augustine basically says, well, it's what they're testing that matters and what they're not testing that matters. There are some key pieces of evidence that the DNAs, that the Denver, or the Denver, the Boulder DA and the Boulder Police Department submit for testing in the John Benet Ramsey case, but then they don't actually get tested, right? Um, or they haven't bothered to submit. You you would think that they would have bothered. I mean, look at all the cold cases get solved by doing that genealogy background, right? They haven't bothered to do that they're either. They're so tired of hearing about John Benet. Right. Well, they're going to hear. Well, and keep in mind, a couple of the guys who were working on the case at the very beginning are now in command now positions. about to retire. Well, but they're in command positions. Well, sure. right. The last thing they want is people questioning them. So I think this is where I think on this, and we'll talk more about it Wednesday. To me, it's like, it doesn't matter whether you think the Ramseys did it or the intruder did it. Why not get all of the forensic evidence you can and go ahead and with the advances that have been made in the DNA technology, why not go ahead and test some of these key pieces of evidence for DNA? We know that there were three DNA samples found in John Benet's underwear and the long john she was wearing and under her fingernails. Now, it's my understanding 
bad. Well, it had, let me put it this way, it had been my understanding that the police were putting these off as sort of contaminated DNA samples. They didn't match to anyone and they weren't particularly great samples. It wasn't like 100%, you know, Eureka, this is the person. Um, but John St. Augustine was telling me today that the D, that they did come from the same source. So that's kind of interesting. Right. Now, the question is, is how do I say it? He's clearly coming at it from his point of view, too. But it seems to me that if they could test some of the other things, for instance, they never did a DNA test, apparently, on the, the ropes that were around her wrist and the ligature that was used to strangle her. Now, you'd think that would be kind of important, right? If they found say some DNA that doesn't match the Ramsey's, but matches these other sets of DNA on the underwear and under her fingernails. Well, that would seem to be significant, right? And why not do some genealogy testing on that? So I think actually it's a good idea. Um, But again, don't for a second be fooled and and think that that Governor Polis and John Ramsey had not discussed, maybe not them directly, but their people hadn't discussed this. And I think don't be shocked at all if in the next little while we find out that the governor polis and i would say he'll do it pretty quickly why you know he's got you oh, know he'll wait just pretend he's he's uh, doing due diligence well he's gonna he's got to try to deal with the annoyed boulder police and and the da he who's doesn't going, care what? about the annoyed well that's boulder good true police. i guess you're right he didn't care he didn't even bother to call the da did no, he in jefferson no. or county the judge or, or the judge yeah he just did it so maybe it'll come down this afternoon while we're on our show but you want you aren't going to want to miss the Wednesday show though. It's going to be fascinating to listen to John St. Augustine because in this case, I have to say, there's there's always the you can point to this that says that the Ramseys did it, but then you could go, yeah, but what about this? And then the, the, an intruder did it, but then you could find other piece of evidence and say, yeah, but what about this? So it is one of those cases that is interesting. I think where I come down bottom line is. Why not? I mean, the government spends money. Look at how much money they spent on useless COVID tests, right? You'd think they could maybe spend some money on some DNA testing, right? And and get some answers here. There's plenty of money. And according to Johnson, there's always plenty of money. According to Johnson Augustine, the Ramseys had offered to pay for it too. Send it to an independent lab and say we'll pay for it. So I don't know why why they're even dangling their fingers there. Not the Ramseys, but. Right. Yeah. Well, Steve says the answer to who killed that little girl went to the grave with Patsy. Um, you know, Sandra says, I remember Augustine talking about that when Mark did your show when you were gone. I thought he was interesting at the time. Steve, could the Boulder police have done a worse job at the crime scene and securing the scene and collective evidence? Like literally, Stephen, the answer to that is no, they could not have. I interviewed Linda Arndt, who was the detective who was left there after everybody left. She assumed rightly so, that the police had searched the house before they all left, but they did not. And so when she told John Ramsey, she told John Ramsey, okay, fine. He was kind of hovering around. She was like, okay, go search the house. And he comes back carrying John Benet's body. She was like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then she felt bad because she, they blamed her, but it's like all these other people. I mean, it could have been handled worse. Everybody's traipsing around. He, I mean, John Benet or John Ramsey, he literally picks the body out of the crime scene, clutches it to him, carries it into the living room where then numerous people are gathered. I mean, it was and nobody's separated. Nobody's interviewed. It, it couldn't have been done worse. And I think the Boulder police have been running around ever since. Then you've got the DA's who also one says totally they did it. The other clears them. Remember that kook job, John Mark Carr, oh, they picked up in what, Thailand. His DNA is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd and, be good. And he confessed. He confessed. He, 
says too. Yeah, it is like, John Mark Carr's ah. DNA. Yeah. They, they bring him to Boulder. Remember that circus? They bring him to Boulder and then and they say, Yay, we got the killer. He did it. And then then actually you can prove he was like in Thailand at the time. Right, it's like, yeah, oh, never mind. So then we find out many years later that the grand jury actually wanted to indict both parents. It's not funny, but for child abuse resulting in death. And the DA said, ah, no. Nah. But we've done this whole grand jury thing for months now. I know. But but we were totally anticipating because Alex Hunter did not want to prosecute the parents. Is Alex Hunter still alive? Ooh. I want to say, I think he died not that recent. Oh. No, recent. Yeah, not that okay. long ago. So anyway, but that's going to be fascinating to talk to St. Augustine. Um, yeah, how much money, exactly, Jacob, how much money was spent trying to convict the four people in the Whitmer kidnapping? Exactly. Yeah. You know, Polis didn't give a darn that the trucker who killed people in I-70 knew that its brake weren't working because he was told by the trunking company to stay on top of the mountain, et cetera, et cetera. We believe Polis would do anything. Do you know, do we believe Polis would do anything without getting benefits somewhere? No, something fishy here. Exactly. Well, I remember this too. Now, Jared Polis would have been young at the time, but I mean, they're both from Boulder, right? You got to imagine that they know some of the same people. Polis's uh, fingerprints. Yeah, yeah, maybe he was a kid there. So, so anyway, so we'll be talking about that. Um, oh, we've got Sherry from Lakewood Online too. Hey, Sherry, thank you for calling. Hi. Hey. It, it seems to me like um, didn't the grand jury already say that the parents were guilty of That's putting her in the situation where she got murdered what what they what they did is they returned what they call a true bill um with both parents child abuse resulting in death my understanding of that verdict was that the parent that the grand jurors felt that the evidence led them to believe that one of the parents killed john benet and the other one covered it up but they couldn't tell who did what um and and since they couldn't be forced to testify against each other, right? So they that was the way they handled it. Um, child abuse. Oh, because I understood death. they put her that they got convict, not convicted, but that they wanted Indicted. them to yes, because well, they put her in the situation. And that could be so. That brings up the whole question of Burke Ramsey, right? Um, who was but it's not denied. necessarily because if you really start looking at what's going uh-huh. on today. With our government and blackmail and Epstein, and and you start looking at that. Are are you guys familiar at all? Have you looked into the MK Ultra and the Project Monarch from the CIA? No. No, Are are you familiar at all with Kathy O'Brien? Huh? Are these okay? uh... So Kathy O'Brien is a survivor from the CIA. Um, MK Ultra Project Monarch. And Project Monarch, the reason she got in it is because the dad got caught sending pornography. He was right. doing pornography and molesting her from a baby. Right. And what the CIA does is then they say, okay, well, we won't prosecute you if you will let us have your child in our program. The program being the MK Ultra. There is a great movie. It's called Trance. She wrote, wrote a great book called Transformation of America. True story, true person, and that's what's going on today. And it's uh-huh. very common for a lot of these wealthy families, incest and and just even selling, not even selling the kids. It's a 
Also, it's a mind control technique, and right. then the CIA is involved in this stuff. And I don't see, if you look at Patsy and kind of how she is and who she was, and then you look at John Bonet, and then you look at the friends, the, whose Christmas party were they at? No, you're, he you know, was already right accused of child molestation. A on that, and you're absolutely right about that, um, Sherry. At the time, and I talked to a lot of cops about this, um, there, if you remember the pictures, this was very. This is this was a very much sexualized six year old little girl, right? Now the question was, what was behind that? How was she just a good actress? Was she just a good mimic, um, or was there something more going on? And there was at the time, um, and I guess as you're right, it's always been kind of underneath the surface. Was there some sort of, as we know, exists in some places, child sex rings? Um, my understanding, though, just for what it's worth, f- from the grand jury indictment, that that I don't think that was, I don't believe that that was what they thought. I don't think they saw any evidence about that. I think it was more, their, their um, indictments that they handed down were more the result of they thought somehow the family was involved, but they didn't know who, do, who did what. But Sherry, you're right. That's another thing, right? I mean, you do have this unexplained DNA, at least partial DNA, um, you know, on the little girl's underwear and long johns and under her fingernails, right? And how did people get in the house? So you're absolutely right. This is a case where there are so many questions. Clapper. Um, yeah, Eric Clapper did it. Um, <laughs> that, you know, why, if, to me, if, if you're the bullet police, why not go ahead and do the DNA testing? I, mean, I was sort of shocked to hear all the things that they hadn't bothered to test. So I, please, please watch the film Trance okay. with Kathy O'Brien and really understand the stuff that is going on, because what they can do when they sexually traumatize young children is it makes compartments in the kids' brains to where, how can I say it, you, it separates personalities. Right. So Almost you can make different personalities with these kids. Right. Um, right. It, it, it's no, amazing. And it is, it, is, it is tragic. Now, I'm not saying that happened in this case, but I know... Uh, you know, back then, too, I was doing a whole series of stories on on um, pornography on the Internet. And it was uh, I, I mean, you know, the photographer I was working with said, you know, he had to go home and take a shower every night. It is it is it is a truly unbelievable what people do to children. And, and just when you think that that it, it couldn't have happened, then then you see it. So we'll check out that out. Um, uh-huh. Bye bye. All right. So anyway, so yeah, Leo's saying good thing you did this today would have made a bad topic for Party Friday. That's true there. That's true there, Leo. So we're going to, but anyway, that's also that, like, you know, listen in on Wednesday, though, when John St. Augustine, he's here, um, he's going to be on at three o'clock. The other thing I wanted to talk about yet again, Chuck is right, I think, kind of thing. As always. And, as always, follow the money. So why don't you, so when this whole disinformation, the Ministry of Truth thing came out last week, um, Chuck turned to me and he goes, here's what's really going on. And I don't, I'll let you explain it. <coughs> If you can. If not, I'll just keep talking. No. I just indicated that it's one more opportunity for the Biden administration to shovel money to to their operatives and the Spanish community to try to get um, their vote total up because it's really cratering. Yeah, um, no, why did you think that? Explain why you think that. Well, be, because they're putting all this money into it. And, and as a practical matter, um, if they come out and say, well, the the um, laptop is disinformation. Wherever they say, nobody's going to believe it. So they just have to set up the one, start funneling money to to down there, 
uh, to the border, to all those Texas counties that are going Republican and start paying off. People. Well, and I think more specifically, though, the, the disinfo- that when they announced the disinformation, Board Mayorkas flat out said, particularly, we're concerned about disinformation in Hispanic communities. I mean, he flat well, out said that. Well, he also said we want to talk, you know, we want to with people who will de- help identify people who ha- are, are could be falling into extremism. And, and how do you, but haven't been extremists and they haven't done anything how do you do that well, well you start you start having monitors and how do you get monitors you start paying people thousand bucks um to make sure the dastardly republicans aren't around it's all you know it's tied in but i think what's interesting is you noted that when they announced it they said because there were a couple interesting things mayorkas said well you know we want to we want to <laughs> we want to you know fight against disinformation from the cartels i was like the cartels, the cartels don't, they're drug dealers. They don't really put out well, a lot of claiming they're, they're telling people that Haitians that they can come to the United States and they really can't come to the United States. Well, and so, but what yeah. I mean though, is, is you were right. And then they specifically, so he specifically mentions disinformation against the cartels or from the cartels, which is weird. And then he talks. No, that, it's not because it's easy. I mean, nobody's going to go, well, but, but I'm, if, if the cartels are getting disinformation out, nobody's going to go, Oh no, you know, but they meant the cartels well, they but, meant Republicans, but, but he said cartels. Well, no, I would take it further. I think when you add to that, that they said that we want to go ahead and, you know, Know, particularly combat misinformation of the Hispanic community, it goes back to what you said. They just totally want to funnel money and have an excuse to funnel money into the Hispanic community. Into their supporters in, in the Hispanic, Hispanic community. I right. mean, yeah, the, you know, who's going to be finding the disinformation in the Hispanic community? Well, the Democratic well, And I would even, I mean, finding disinformation is just sort of, you know, icing on the cake. I think they just wanted a money laundering operation. Well, they don't, disinformation is, is the Republicans are good. That's disinformation right. as far as they're concerned it's all a lie right and the second time he comes around he starts going best practice yeah so we'll play that let me but anyway so carl rove listened to chuck's theory who was which is basically you know look the disinformation he really but he did have well the same, but yeah basically he really did have come to the same conclusion saying that there's wheels within wheels here and a lot of it has to do with funneling money to yes. help them win the hispanic vote yes. so tg if we could please play the carl rove soundbite They appointed her apparently two months ago, and we find out about it yesterday. The real purpose of the board is to distribute money. It does have authority to distribute money, and they've made it clear, Mayorkas has made it clear, that they're going to put a priority on minority communities who are being misled by disinformation with a special emphasis on Hispanics. Now, let's think about that for a minute. What is the one group in the electorate this year Mm. the Democrats are nervously shaking and and, and their hands over because they're afraid that they're going to see significant drop in the support for a Democrat candidate? The Hispanic community. So this this sounds like a political uh, gambit being led by somebody who has no credibility in leading such a a, a board concerning disinformation. Well, and as you pointed out, Chuck, the big problem was, is the rollout was terrible. What they thought was going to happen was, you know, they could sneakily get it in there, funnel all the money wherever they wanted to. Right. We talked about that in the budget session. Um, Right. And, and then they, and then he also, we don't have a, the board talks about how wonderful 
um, the head of the the new executive director is going to be, and she's a joke. You just saw a picture of her. Well, and then Mayorkas um, kind of admits, well, we could have rolled this out a little bit better. But he said, but he said she's wonderful. She's not by. I mean, but then listen to his explanation of what they're going to do. If we could please, oh, Thomas, please this, play. This guy ought to be indicted. There's no question. Just for if you can, then tell us if you can figure out what he's saying. If you could please play the Mayorkas soundbite. So what it does is it works to. You there, Thomas? Oh, there we go. Well, act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right oh, yeah. of privacy. And the board, this working group, internal working group, working group. draw from best practices and communicate those best practices to the operators because the board does not Operator. have operational will, authority. Will American citizens be monitored? No. no. Guarantee that. Well, so what we do, we, we in the no, Department okay. of Homeland Security don't monitor uh, American citizens. No, no, no. Does the no. board change that? No, no, no. The board does not have any operational authority or capability what it will do is gather together best practices in addressing the threat of disinformation from foreign state adversaries from the cartels and disseminate those best practices to the operators that have been executing in addressing this threat for years now what does that mean let's just take a look at that first of all what he does is he doesn't want to call it a board this is just a working group working guys group. these guys get together i, I called it a government i mean well, they get, yeah that's that stupid what was that? they get together for coffee what now, what best practices is he talking about best money. practices for what money that's yeah. best practices yeah. <laughs> what works best money and, and, money and who are the operators it's like wait so this working group over coffee is going to come up with some best practices to money. what mm-hmm. right and then they're going to give it to the Operators, who are the operators? Is that like nine one one? Is that the Ministry of Truth? You know, the guy who says two plus two equals five. Say it, Winston. Is that the operator? I mean, I mean, look, I mean, it's just, it's just so you look at his thing, and it's so the they're the working group is going to develop the best practices and give it to the give it to the operators against the cartels against the cartels. The The ones we're allowing to come across the border, the ones who are making a fortune for as they bring people up to the border and get them through. We want to tell those cooperators about our our best practices. It's like, what the heck does that mean? And I mean, do you even believe him for a second? No, right? They're trying to walk ahead. back and say, oh, no, we would never. I mean, it, it's, it is like 1984 when they say monitoring and censoring your free speech, that protects the First Amendment. Absolutely. You know, it's like, no, no, you know, censoring things, that's not infringing on your civil rights at all. That's that's what we support o- that. Obama's abomination <laughs> of the speech at, at Stanford where, where he gave every one Wonderful bromide for why why the, the, the Democrats have to get back control of the media, which they had for many, many years, and they're starting to lose it. And they say, we can't have that. We've got to have guidelines. We have to have guardrails. We've we got have to have, have best, practices. best practices. And then to give to the operators. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not clear who are the operators. Well, are those the people who show up and bang on our door while we're doing the podcast? And uh-huh. they, Hello, I'm an, I mean, that sounds kind of CIA-ish, right? That's like, Hello, I'm an good. operator here and I've come to take all of your video equipment an and your children. It's like, I'm the operator just following the best practices. And then my orcas would have us believe, but that's all, all to protect your free speech rights. We it's want- like 
to, and especially for you out in the marginalized communities right. who need protection because free speech always imposes on, on these marginalized and communities. And the more drop boxes we have in your marginalized communities, the more free, free speech, speech and disinformation have. you're... What happened in 1860, um, Frederick Dulles, uh, Douglass, the uh, African-American who was fighting slavery, said, you know, free speech is the enemy of of tyranny, and he said slavery cannot withstand free speech because he knew if people, if long as people didn't have to talk about what was going on, they could maybe keep the the, the oppression of slavery on. But now it's oh no, those, those poor marginalized communities. <laughs> we as need long to get them. We don't allow them to hear anything <laughs> so, that might uh, so, might uh, hurt their democratic overlords. <laughs> well, and so that's why it's good that people like Josh Hawley, Lauren Bobert are saying, "Hey, let's defund this working group, right? Let's defund the Ministry let's of defund Truth, and then see and how- get rid of the Department of Homeland but Security." But you know, Mitch McConnell is going to go ahead and stab us in the back and say, "Oh, oh no, it's going to be part of the Ukraine slash." COVID money, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, Which isn't going to yeah. have anything to do with COVID. Another $33 billion here, $13 billion there. We never could find full funding for the for the wall, but we were very busy. We were, and, yeah. and that would come next So time. that's a joke. And the other thing is, is you know that it's correct, is look at how they're freaking out. I mean, we saw today that, you know, somebody was tweeting like, well, these are the Republicans are Nazis. And Elon Musk is like, you know, look at look at this is from the party that covered up the Harvey Weinstein thing, <laughs> you know, you know, protected Matt Lauer. I mean, all of these sleazy people and Jeffrey Epstein, although he didn't mention that. So maybe he knows Jeffrey Epstein. Um, <laughs> but but he talks about that. But one more soundbite. This was um, David Zurowick, who is the media analyst for CNN. Formerly an editor at the Baltimore Sun. Yeah, these people are just freaking out. If this we could, on reliable sources. Over the weekend. Them. If we could please play the CNN soundbite. The personalities of people like Elon Musk and people say, oh, I think Elon's thinking this or that. There's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication in Uh this country. In 1927, we had the Radio Act. 1934, the Communications Act. Congress stepped in. We made rules. FCC wasn't great, but it's still regulating the broadcast industry. You can't use vulgar language. You can't do all these things with speech. We gave over our uh, what amounts to our airwaves or our Internet waves to Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk. And we are in so much trouble because those guys believe in making money. We've already seen oh, that no. with the 2016 election mm. and Zuckerberg and he was taking well, all these brads from Russia and say, oh, I think it's crazy to think they had any influence on this election. Mm. Musk is the same. Musk doesn't want it. You know, he's upset with the SEC, tried to call. How dare they question him? You know what I'm saying? This is dangerous. We can't think anymore in this country. We don't have people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We don't have people in Congress who can make regulations that can make it work. I think we can look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you need, you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We are there. Trump opened the gate to hell and now they're chasing us down. 
It's Trump's fault, by the way. It's Trump's fault. So a number of things he said there. I mean, number one, he kept saying we need to control. control. We what we? He's not saying they. He says the we. Government. We need we to the control. The, yeah. and then he talks about how these organizations, Musk and Zuckerberg, are in it to make money. Of course, CNN they don't make no, money, but yeah, no, but none of the networks are in it to make money. Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, clearly not in anything to make money. So that's a lie. Then the other thing he talks about is the, the FCC, right? Well, that's a big question. So if somebody's going to control it, why do we have the Department of Homeland Security trying to control it? Right? Why not have the FCC? Yeah, because they're going to come up with the best practices and then tell the operators about how to handle it so we can all relax easily. We want to be an operator. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This from Karen Catalina. I totally leave them talking, Julie, 10 days to flatten the curve. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You know, Dr. Donna, I doubt he even knows what hell really is. I don't know. He was sitting there with all those CNN analysts himself. So maybe, maybe he does. Leo says, I'm going to go buy stock in adult diapers because these Dems are cramping their pants. That's right. And Steve, from Steve and George Soros and Barack Hussein Obama opened the gates of hell and the fires are burning white hot. Yeah, I mean, it's, they have lost control of the narrative, which they used to have. And now I think, I also, I'm going to raise something because we're going to talk about this later this week too, is the 2000 mules, right? Um, that's the Dinesh D'Souza uh, documentary on, Coming out this yeah, week. on ballot mules and ballot trafficking. And I think it, part of it's available. I've been trying to find it to watch it. I think, which basically shoots down a lot of their argument about the election being the total gold standard, right? You can't look at that. I mean, that's video evidence, right? Now you can try to argue some things, but you can't deny that it happened. And and I, I also think that this is in part a step to crack down on that, right? They want to crack down on the dissemination because you look at the polls and there are, in spite of all of their attempts to shove it down our throats that we have the gold standard of elections in this state and in this country, there are a heck of a lot of people who think that there were issues and problems with the, the, no, with the 2020 it election. Perfect. It was, it was yeah. great. What are you talking so about, So people Julie? aren't buying it. And now there's even more information coming out. Yeah, this is from to Stephen and Carrie from Leo. It's been the it's the last 10 days after three years. Exactly. And Dr. Donna, there is some sense of satisfaction gained by watching these folks. It is, Dr. Donna. It is kind of funny. But I also worry, though, I mean, what do you think about this? Because they are dangerous now, right? And because they're backed into a court. Well, but they're not even trying to hide it anymore. And that makes me, that's kind of like when the kidnapper takes off his mask, right? That's never, you know what I mean? That's that's never a good sign. So these people are taking, if you're the hostage, right? So we're the hostages and they have taken off their mask. Now, you know, and we're, we're the only ones who can save ourselves. So, I mean, what do you think? That's the only thing that worries me. Well, I think they have the think they have elections controlled, and yeah. and the, you know they may let the twenty twenty two go by and then really ratchet it up for twenty twenty four. Right. Uh, but as long as you have the useful fools like Colorado Republicans who keep on telling them how perfect they're doing, I mean, I love the fact that in Colorado they just seized everything from ballot boxes to same day registration without a peep from the Republicans. Not a peep. Oh, I oppose that, but now it's the law. Um, and and so, you know, the, in, in Georgia, if they say that you have to survey uh, drop boxes, they, you know, the Major League Baseball pulls out of Georgia because it's the Democrats scream when you have the most reasonable minor being an American citizen. Yeah. Being an American citizen, matching signatures. And they oh, that's voter suppression. That's racist. They scream, and, and, and they. And the problem is, and this is the one we had in Alaska, they had a good one, yeah. Gateway Pundit, where Alaska changed it 
um, to a jungle primary. They have ranked voting, all the things to make the Democratic Party, he was otherwise losing in in, in Alaska, in Alaska win. Uh, to, to be able to win. And who allowed him to do it? Well, it's the it's moderate Republicans. They do it in Colorado. They destroyed the Republican Party because all they care about, they have to just be in charge of one of the parties, even if it's a minor party. Um, and there'll always be money into, okay, we'll sign up with this, Governor Polis. There'll be a bipartisan uh, partisan deal. So all the people um, that are part of the moderate, Hank, um, uh, oh God, Henry, uh, what's Hank Brown? Hank Brown, Hank Brown, and and Owens, and they're all do those. You know, okay, here's a new great money thing for that'll be uh, uh, for the kids. Yeah, that'll right, be right, it. Yeah, <laughs> so all they care is that they can be bought off, and Dick Wadhams too, and and that's all they care about. And they'll destroy the Republican Party and be happy. It isn't the problem isn't destroying the Republican Party as long as they can keep it away from the grassroots. That's all that matters to Christy Burton Brown. She's happy to destroy the Republican Party and has destroyed the Republican Party. Um, and they, they as long as they can be in charge of that husk that just kind of sits there. Well, and, and we're and, gonna have we're gonna have Ash up. You know, Ash in America, she's got an interesting column on that. I don't want to steal her thunder, but we're going to have her on Wednesday, too. we got a great show on Wednesday. I see Jacob has his hand raised. Hey, Jacob, go ahead and weigh in here. Hi. Hi. I, I think these guys are freaking out with Twitter because there's several lawsuits going on where yes. people were dropped. And now that Elon Musk is on top of this, and I think a lot of these employees are are contract employees he's going to say that the plaintiffs do have a case and if you could just leave me alone and just sue the contractors on their own they're going to lose the money Jacob, that's brilliant because for folks, if you're not aware, Alex Berenson was a New York Times reporter who was doing a lot of research on the whole COVID thing, right? And was one of the first ones to come up with all of the problems with the numbers and things. And his lawsuit in California, I think it was just over the weekend, maybe or on Friday, the judge said it can go forward and Twitter has in in a hurriedly, I have to right away, they can't delay it, start giving over, handing over depositions and documents. So that's a really good point. And then and they're going to have to give over information where they conspire. I, I don't know if the word conspired is the right word, but they went in parallel with, um, yeah, parallel with the media right. to destroy, to destroy Trump in that 2020 election. And I think all this stuff is going to come out. You know, and that's and then- a good point. Cause if you're Elon Musk, you could say, cause if you're like a, a contract employee, having been one before, um, yeah. And I guess essentially a freelance employee. Yeah, you sign a thing. I mean, you're not given what's the term? You're not immunity, indemnity, right? You're not yeah. immune. You can be sued yourself. Yeah. That's pretty smart. And, and he might just say, "Go ahead, sue him. Here, I'll give you the documents." Yeah. I wanted to fire that guy anyway. So that lady, that lady that's making the seventeen million dollars a year, uh, she might be running to an attorney, right? Another attorney just to save her, save her skin. So that's a very good point. Thank you for that. Good point. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Bye. it's always follow the money, right? It's not just oh, ideology. What was, what was her name? The, um, the, the, the attorney? C, the CEO for Twitter. Yeah, I don't. I um, can't. God, I can't remember her name, but it brings up a similar topic, um, which and this is a confession on my part. Um, 
uh, for weeks, and this is the third week of the <laughs> Depp versus Heard trial, and it'd be the front page, front of the website for Fox and everything else. I'm not going to listen to that stupid story. I don't know who Amber Heard is, and I'm not enthralled by Johnny Depp. So, but they kept on running it and running it. And it's like it used to be for the Olympics. They'd run it, they'd run it, they'd run it. They'd run it. okay, I'll check it. And then all of a sudden, you're hooked in. You know? <laughs> I know Chuck spent the entire weekend listening to portions of, of testimony of the Johnny Depp. Let me, we can uh, talk about, well, well I guess but, we but I want to say now. why I think it's so interesting. Uh, one is because you have a clearly black and white thing. One person is incredibly evil. Um, and then and the Chuck other certainly is that's Amber Heard. Well, she's yeah, a victim, Chuck. She's a victim. Um, the ACL, you wrote that whole nice editorial for her. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Talking about and it. Even her but attorneys. Even being remotely slanderous or libelous, but um, anyway. But, but the key to why you're hooked in, the same why you're hooked into Jody Arias, uh, Casey Anthony, uh, attractive young women that epitomize evil are much <laughs> better, you know, much more fun to watch than some old, some old bitty or something. You know, you want young, attractive women who are incredibly evil. And and Amber Heard is incredibly evil. And Johnny Depp is kind of a nerd and kind of a kind of a wimp, uh, but he's a nice guy. Well, um, I mean, and, and, I, I, I mean, he did have he did have he did have some, you know, drug and alcohol. I mean, well, I don't whoopee. think I don't think I you'd mean, want your is daughter there one star that isn't there. It, no, what I'm saying is maybe a nice guy. I don't know that you'd want your daughter to marry Johnny Depp. Well, you'd but better anyway. than marrying Amber Heard because <laughs> no, she yes. she had. A previous wife who well, said I, she was just awful um so i mean isn't it this is from charlene isn't isn't it interesting the unfavorable press that me to amber is getting so charlene and i want you guys to weigh in on this this chuck and i have been talking about this so because i kind of listened to the first one i read it in the daily mail over in england which was the defamation suit there before a judge and there they did not have cameras in the courtroom and the judge ruled in amber heard's favor yes. and i would say reading those articles um, Amber Heard came out better in that. And uh, I'm saying to Chuck, what is, I mean, essentially we're talking about the same set of facts, right? The same circumstances, the same arguments, the same pooping in the bed, the same breaking the finger, the same throwing the phone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we heard all of that before, but somehow or another, this time around, Johnny Depp is coming out hugely the winner to the point of TMZ has even turned against him or turned against Amber Heard and is saying, you know, reporting on the petition to get her off of Aquaman 2, where they've over a million people. Why do you guys think it is? What is the difference that that over in England before the judge Amber won, and here she's losing so badly? She's firing her PR team to try to start, you know, the new because thing. Because you get to see the evidence yourself. You get okay. to see her. You get to see how she reacts. And and you know they had a body language expert that says that contempt smirk that she has very similar. Um, to Jody Arias, very similar to Casey Anthony. She comes across as evil. She's just not sitting there. She comes across. And so it's Johnny, sort of like a human drama play. Well, you get to see the evidence as opposed to having it filtered through the PR firms and yeah. down through the papers. Um, you know, you, they can't tell you, oh, yeah, she's coming across wonderful as as her personal assistant talking about her sister's relationship saying, well, Amber sort of treated her like a dog. So she could <laughs> kick around, abuse. You can tell Chuck's it. been into this. He's been listening. Oh, yeah. He's He's been into it. Well, well, I missed the first two weeks because I didn't care. <laughs> but now I care totally. And, and everybody, I mean, everybody and their mother are waiting for Amber Heard to take a stand. Because, I would though, because yeah. she 
in, in the UK proceedings, the judge loved her. Thought she was the most gorgeous little thing he'd ever seen. Right. And, and this totally one, Charlene, who okay press in this courtroom, but not the Maxwell court case. Very good question, Charlene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent question. Well, and I think some of it has to do too. I'm going to be optimistic about the country. I think in the time in between the two trials and the difference between England and the United States is, you know, people are kind of see through the Me Too movement, right? The time when you could just be a young, pretty actress, have the ACLU write an editorial for you in the Washington Post because you promised to donate Johnny Depp's money to them. Um, well, but also Elon Musk money. And, and Elon, Elon Musk money. Elon picked her up right, while she true. was cheating on, he on Johnny and, and he gave but what her I mean, a, was a quick that half I, million to the, to the beautiful ACLU, I, I, who's I, the only group who's lost more than Amber Heard over this. Right, yeah. Because they're the one who planted it in the Washington Post. And, and I think that, though, the country has turned, right? So just because the ACLU says anymore that you're a victim of domestic abuse doesn't mean that people buy it, particularly if you're a wealthy movie star and he's a wealthy movie star, right? It well, because be. the testimony is she was the one who was railing on him, hitting him <laughs> and smacking him and smashing his finger. And and she was the aggressive, vicious one. It's not a, it's not really a total rejection of the Me Too movement because- right. You can always move, but but if it proved that Johnny was beating her up every night and stuff, <laughs> different deal. But it's clear that, that, that she is absolute evil um, and and needs to be. Well, and you need, we need to stop like Chuck because this morning I was telling Chuck, I'm like, hey, you, you know, you have to get up, you have to come downstairs. And Chuck is like, don't go Amber Heard on me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to prevent him from watching it anymore because as you're, you're going Amber Heard. I'm like, I just said, can you yeah, pick this up? No, it's like, exactly. don't go Amber Heard on me. <laughs> This is from Leo. The trial is like the rhythmic gymnastics in the Olympic. Nobody cares. People wonder why it gets attention, but you watch because you're waiting for the two trains to, to collide. Mm-hmm. And from Sandra, that's what makes Amber Heard and young women like her. They know how to use people. And Charlene Heard is single-handedly destroying the Me Too movement. Yes, yeah, she is. She exactly, really is. exactly, exactly. So, so from that, I mean, so Chuck will be keeping you posted on that. Absolutely. Well, to- I'll give you another report on on Wednesday because we expect Amber Heard to take the stand kind of busy either showing. Tuesday or Wednesday. Not that busy, lady. She might be Not that busy. Her new PR team is fast at work. The other thing I wanted to talk about, and this ties into everything too, is did you notice the New York Times did this horrendous hit piece on Tucker Carlson and, and in so doing used him to attack all of us. They said that Tucker Carlson epitomizes all of the white people, we're talking about us, in the country who are terrified because of the country's changing ethnic demographics. It's I'm like, what? Yeah, well, they called him a nationalist, which is a dirty word in the Democrat, but they wanted to call him a white nationalist so they could refer to him as, as a South African sort of type. Um, but but uh, 10,000 words. 20,000 because it was several parts, right? Well, 10,000, and then they had another addendum. And right, right. Everything else, but it starts out describing how... He didn't like his mother uh, his whole life, you know, kind of the the fact that he is a great, great grandson of a guy named Miller, who did cattle ranches in California in 1850. And somehow he's guilty of cattle ranching in it because it's great, great, great. Well, and I mean, and the, the thing is, is they're, they're doing this again, it all ties in. And I think a lot of it just, it comes to the midterms. It comes to trying to control the disinformation. More people watch Tucker Carlson than watch MSNBC and CNN combined than read the New York Times, probably in the Washington Post combined. And so they understand that they have lost control of the narrative and they want to try to make Tucker Carlson sound like this Trump puppet. And all of us who watch Tucker Carlson 
little uh, white nationalist racist. The problem that they're up against, though, is there are way more. And this is what you always have to remember. There are way more of us than there are of them. Right. And so they can do this story and all of the little colors go, oh, brave New York Times. You know, maybe we could get Taylor Lawrence on the whole thing, too. And we're done. I mean, in the meantime, uh, you know, well, they say halfway through the 10,000 words that that the um, the writer for this article, the reporter's article, is a contributor to MS gets paid and, by and, a competing and, network. And yeah, NBC. You go, oh no, you're kidding. And here's kidding. and here's what's happened. I mean, I worked in the media for a long time, and it was the management. I mean, no matter what kind of bad information or you know bad being bad um, information you would have on somebody at another station or another news outlet, you hardly ever touched it. Largely. Because no one, you know, don't throw, you know, rocks if you're in a glass house. Um, but they wanted to avoid that. It was just considered unprofessional, um, unethical, unless it was so bad that you really like couldn't ignore it, right? But the fact that the New York Times would spend, they had a team of people looking into destroying Tucker Carlson, who of course could care less, right? Well, maybe he doesn't not he care less, but it doesn't, it doesn't well, hurt him. Charlene, uh, Chuck, I'm watching too. Oh, she uh, is a bitch. What man? <laughs> I would even date a hot mess anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll have to bring back that wonderful. Uh, <laughs> oh God, we will get uh, so we would get so banned for this. Banned it for was women. the hot rich. Well, yeah, the hot rich. Hot, hot crazy, hot matrix, crazy women, matrix. Anyway. Yeah, hot crazy matrix, and and uh, you it, know, the, the, the just and, and where is- you want to find somebody you date on the hot crazy matrix. I mean, you know, you know, you can be super hot, but you're going to date them anywhere, no matter how crazy they are. And then and then into somebody you'd actually like to date, which is Susan. And then they say, well, where is the guy? Where is the, the woman that is both hot and totally sane? And they say, <laughs> and the guy goes, that's a dude, buddy. You got a tranny <laughs> on your so head. Now we're, we're going to be banned. Now, <laughs> now we're going to be banned. banned. And, 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 and likewise, though, they also said the reverse was true for women in terms of the hot, rich, not crazy, but hot rich so yeah good looking so the more money you had the less handsome you have to be there's a lot of truth to this and the more the less money you had the better looking better looking you you had to be but but i think amber heard and johnny depp are sort of proof of of all of that um charlene you and chuck can can compare notes it's it's just kind of funny i i think it's interesting how that'll turn out i i do think part of it is that the world's eyes have been opened and that before where you just kind of were forced by the media to breathlessly you know support amber heard she's an ambassador for domestic violence of the ACLU. And you kind of go, that's because you're so good at it. I mean, how did she become the <laughs> well, that's because, well, and then what a slime ball. She promises to give a children's hospital and the ACLU millions of dollars, million dollars. from the Johnny Depp divorce settlement because it was not about the money. Um, and then she reneged on that, yeah, right? Well, she she took <laughs> the hospital more to the ACLU, but usually other people's money, including Elon Musk's half million dollars. <laughs> that's right. Um, nice counts for something, too. No, this is from earlier. Dr. Donna had said, yes, he did have. He wasn't a mean drunk, I guess. I, no, and, and Johnny Depp just, I, I don't know, number one, if you're Amber Heard, I don't mean to say anything, but going to the Charlene, the hot, crazy matrix, if you're dating Johnny Depp, um, I, I would question that too. If, she, if Amber Heard of my daughter, she goes, oh my God, mom, I dated this great guy, Johnny Depp. Yes, he has some drug and alcohol problems, but he's extremely rich. I would be like, well, honey, you know, get a prenup well, or something. Gonna, you, 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 pre, don't get a prenup. Yeah, don't get a prenup. Don't even get a prenup. Make sure he does. Don't get a prenup. <laughs> but you're right. It is one of those things where it it, it is when you th- you think you have problems. You're like, ooh, you know, or you think maybe. Well, it is nice. There's something about okay. What if I was 
incredibly rich and considered, you know, Mr. Hunk and all the women love me and stuff. <laughs> we and, do not. Oh, well, I am, of course. Uh, and and uh, wh- what would my life be like? And you find it, it'd be hell. <laughs> Just piece of shit. Jonathan well, that's the thing. Sucks. You listen to their arguments, right? And you're like, you people all have private jets that you could fly away in. Why are you even arguing this nasty argument like that? But anyway, anyway, that's a whole different story. I was gonna, no, it's not. Let's continue on here have- with Johnny Depp. Amber Heard analysis. But when a... Amber Heard hits the stand, everybody's <laughs> going to be watching. Can she put that spell on that That's she did her, out in the UK? Her PR oh, term. Here's God. what her PR term. She's hired the PR term. If things start to go south, there's going to be some little PR intern standing there right by the uh, fire alarm, right? Yeah, and right, they're going right. to like pull that or something or put a call in a bomb threat or something. You can and they'll have your to. You in because uh, she's probably going to be testifying for, oh, about 16 hours maybe. But, but, in which hour will the first weeping occur? Uh, I'm, I'm betting on hour nine. I've got my bet on number nine. Oh, no, but she, somewhere she'll, in the, she'll, oh, yeah, she's going to cry within the first 45 minutes. Well, then put, get your money down. There we go. There we go. Hey, Liz, okay, so enough for that. We'll keep you no, updated. No, no, enough of that. Plenty more we'll of that. Run out of time. Charlene, you well, can. Oh, that's how fast it goes. You're having a good time. <laughs> you can help us talk about it, too. Um, so what, thank you for listening today. want to remind you, um, John St. Augustine on the John Bonet Ramsey case, um, some stuff that I had not heard before. Um, so that should be a pretty interesting conversation, um, along with Ash F. And she has that, say, a controversial issue or controversial idea on um, how to handle the Colorado Republican Party. And it's kind of like, it's hmm. going to be great. And you will get an update on, on the, the Amber Heard case. And if she's testified. <laughs> all right. Hey, that'll do it for us. Thank you, everybody on Zoom. Thank you, great guys at BBS. Remember, you can catch all the links to all of our shows at chuckandjulie.com. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Take care, everybody.